Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited because we've got an awesome guest on the line this week, fellow Australian like myself. He's on the wrong side of Australia, the, the side that's not as good, but you know, still Australia, so we'll give him some points for that. And he's going to be speaking about a very interesting topic today that I've never spoken to anyone about. I've never heard. We've never had it on this podcast. And it's all about how kids can start and run a business. A little bit about this person. He's a serial entrepreneur. He runs three thriving businesses. I'm sure he'll tell us about them throughout the podcast. Uh, But the one in specific we're going to talk about today is youth in business. In this business, he teaches young people the skills they've uh, never been taught at school, how to start and run successful businesses and not end up in the rat race. Uh, He's had kids making six and I believe even seven figures. And I think he's got an interesting story where a student came up to him and told him that they made more than the principal. So I wish this guy was around when when I was at, uh, at school. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ben Jones. Ben, how are you? Good. Thanks, Jane. Thanks for having me. Um, it's my pleasure to be here and uh, help your listeners in any way that I can. I appreciate everyone's uh, time and attention. Hopefully, I can deliver some value to everyone who's listening today. Awesome. Now, we'll get into the kids in youth topic in a minute. Just before we do, I believe you run three businesses. Do you want to let us know a little bit about them? Yeah, sure. So we run, obviously, youth in business. We help kids run businesses. That's uh, uh, We were doing, just prior to COVID, big events. Um most capitals of Australia, so sort of room like events with rooms about seven, eight hundred people. We did a launch. Ooh. Yeah, there was massive kids or, kids or adults or both. Our families, all families yep. come along. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then we did a launch into the UK as well. So we did in three or four events in London, um, one up in Manchester, and then COVID's kind of hit. And then um, we've sort of just been doing it online since then. Uh, but yeah, fantastic. Absolutely love youth in business. It's we've been doing it for about. I don't know, seven years or something at the moment. Um, so really, really fun. Uh, the other businesses I have is I actually help, uh, you know, like adult businesses, obviously, in <laughs> in YouTube advertising. So we have a YouTube advertising education and uh, training consultancy and agency as well. So we run, again, events and also training on how to help businesses grow and scale with YouTube ads. Um, and they're probably my, my core too. I have another one called Complete Prospecting, one of my hobbies, Actually, due to COVID was to go out and um, I figured out how to get a gold detector and dig up gold out of the ground. And that was, Ooh. I like fishing. So it was like, you know, here's how we can go fishing for money. So that really worked for me. And um, so, yeah, so we're doing that and we we have like a higher side and an education side and we just started buying up mining leases and stuff in that space as well. So, um, yeah, really fun. So I sort of work between the three of them. I know they're not super related or anything, but they just go with my interests and passions and I love marketing and, and helping businesses grow and, you know, kids and business is fantastic and I'm a bit, bit of a fan of gold. So that, that all goes with the gold side of things. So love it. Well, we might have to get you on a, another time and speak about YouTube ads. And yeah, it's interesting when you said gold prospecting, I thought you were talking about like lead prospecting, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, some prospecting to, to go out and get leads, but gold even better. So yeah. Yeah. That. So we've got a fun YouTube channel um, called complete prospecting. We literally, so you just see, watch videos of me digging up gold. So if you're into that, that's, that's pretty fun. Nothing to do with business, but just super fun. Awesome. <laughs> so, 
Well, let me know about the youth in business, Ben. Before we get into the actual like tips, how'd you get into it? Why'd you get into it? How did it start? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, my wife and I kind of got to a point where we were like, oh, you know, we'd, we'd done well in a few different business ventures and we we're like, well, you know, what do we do next? We sort of got to that point. Um, and around the same time, my son, Trent, who, who at the time, he's now 14, I think he was seven then. So yeah, that works out seven years. And um, he was like, look, I want to, you know, how do I get money? And <laughs> I was like, well, that's probably a question most kids ask. Um, but I didn't just want to give him money. I didn't like the idea of pocket money because I feel like it, you know, trains kids to just receive without doing and it's not how the universe works. I was like, well, how do we do this? And um, I grew up on a farm. So I was like, oh, well, um, you know, what I did when I was growing up was grow vegetables and fruits and things and sell them. So I said to Trent, well, we've got some money from Nana for your birthday. Why don't we plant a herb garden out in the backyard and we can package up your herbs and you know, you can go door to door and sell them. But the thing was with Trent is he was super shy. He was like one of those kids, if you spoke to him and you were an adult, he didn't know he'd like look at the ground or as much as you'd coach him to be like, hey, man, look people in the eye, you know, speak like a person. He just couldn't do it. So I thought this would be fantastic. This is just going to push his comfort zone to the max. And um, and that's what we did. So he, had, he started up a little herb business and then he had flyers and we put people on subscription in our local area Oh, and wow. he, he was just killing it and doing really well. And uh, we had other people saying, you know, well, how do we do that with our kids? Is How do we do that? And then we said, oh, well, here's, you know, because we were doing some other business consulting and things. And we just put like a few little package together. Like, here you go. Here's like a little thing to get started, you know. And then it just, it sort of snowballed from there. And next thing we know, we were um, on stage and rooms full of people. And, you know, <laughs> pretty crazy. So, um, but no, absolutely. That's, that's how, that's how it started. Um, and then from there, like all my kids, I have four kids now. Um, the youngest is four. She doesn't have a business, but all my kids have some sort of entrepreneurial thing. And if they want something, they, they know how to go and get it. So, you know, my, my son wanted to like Trent, I think just prior to Christmas, wanted a brand new gaming laptop for a couple of grand. So he worked, you know, he did his, uh, he's selling at markets with another product at the moment. So he did that for a month and bought his laptop. My other son wanted a nintendo switch so you know he went out and sold some things bought his nintendo switch and levi my youngest he wanted some lego that was like 300 dollars. there's no way i was buying that <laughs> um so he went out and you know same thing like went out made some stuff sold it and you know boys like so all my kids know like if they want something or need something that the trick is to create value is sell it and um and go from there so for me that was the the things i wanted to teach my kids and then from there it's you know snowballed into helping heaps of other people as well so Love it. Well, I want to get into these tips and I, I mean, we'll see how we go during the episode, but I'm even thinking here, I'm like, this could be some good tips for adults as well. You know, like if you're, if you're an adult and you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm struggling to make my first sale. How is this seven year old smoking me? You know, maybe, maybe go back to some of these basics. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Ben. Where do we start? Let's say we'll still talk about kids, but if you're yeah. an adult, you know, still take some of these tips as well. Oh, for um, sure. Uh, what's really fun is we've had a bunch of parents actually leave their jobs and work in their kids' business, which is really cool. No. Yeah, for real. So um, a couple of examples, you know, top of my head, um, you know, Josh from Seagull Milk or Kai from Coco Fidgets or like there's a bunch of them, right? Um, and they've been able to their businesses have gone really well and the parents like, Hey, I'd rather be doing that. And off they go. Um, so, so pretty crazy, which is kind of fun. Um, 
I'm excited. Let's dive in. What's what's tip number one? Someone so how do we get in? how do we get started? Let's yeah. uh, let's go to how we get started. So look, we have um, basically pick a great idea. Like that's number one. So make sure you've got an idea that's going to work, um, and then like that's more of a long term play. So we sort of have like short term business like ideas and things and long-term ones. So if you're picking a long-term idea you really want to stick with, make sure it's going to work. So pick a winning idea. That's number one. Um, Two is sell it before you build it. Now, this Mm -hmm. is an amazing concept. I think everyone needs to learn. Um, So basically imagine. Especially course creators, I was going to say. That's a key if you're a course creator. uh, It literally made, I've done multiple seven figures with this, just this concept. Or other people will call it build the plane before you fly it, right? Like. It's the same thing. Don't try and plan the better plan. Just get out there and make the better sale, right? Yeah. So so how we do that with kids is we say, right, um, you start with $20, okay? So you've got $20 and you have no rules. Within the first month, you need to turn that $20 into as much money as you can by either reinvesting it, selling it, selling products or services. And there's a bit of a system around it as well. Um, but what's really cool is that the kids go out there and um, – you know, sell like crazy and do a whole bunch of stuff and get some really cool results. And I think most of the, when we first started, I think, you know, the kids were turning like $20 into like three or $400, which is amazing, mm. right? Like if you just learned that one skill alone, there'd be no need for uh, welfare ever yeah. in the world, right? Yeah. So if you just down to your last $20, you knew how to go out there and sell some stuff and um, you're able to turn it into a couple hundred dollars within a week or two, like that's going to solve a lot of problems in in the world, right? Um, but then what's really cool is we started giving out these awards for like, if you do a thousand dollars in a month, we call it our one K club. And then all of a sudden, like most of the kids now who go out and do the $20 challenge or hit over a thousand dollars, we've got, yeah. I don't even know. Um, I've got the list up here, but it's, it's a lot, you know, um, of kids who've gone out and done that. So, and then basically they, they get some amazing results in that first month. And then we have like a leaderboard. So who, who gets the most? Um, and what's really cool is that the person with the highest sales at the moment, I think it, it's over $5,000 of $20 yeah. in their first month. And they did it selling dog treats and popcorn for goodness sakes. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult. Um, so really cool. So what you can, what you can achieve in a very short amount of time, if you just go out there and ask for the sale. Right. So, um, and then of course, usually the kids try three or four different things over that month they pick one that they really like or they've learned some really cool business lessons around. Like I like selling here. I don't like selling there. I like selling online or whatever it might be. Um, You know, like it doesn't matter if you're selling online or off, like with the sell it before you build it, we've had kids literally go get a Shopify account. Mm. Um, So one was called forever straws that they went out there and literally sold stainless steel straws back when they were a thing, did well over a thousand dollars. Um, in their first month, like literally before they'd even bought the stock to send to anyone. Mm-hmm. Another one was the Eco um, eco Twins. They did a similar thing, except they did like $3,000 in that space. So it's, you don't, and this is all online. Like they didn't have to go talk to anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've had other kids who will go down to the park and sell things or set up a little market stall and sell a bunch of stuff. Like it really, it, you don't think that you have to go out one-to-one um, selling, like think a little smarter. Like one of the kids got all their stuff into, a, you know, like a news agency and they were just bringing their stuff down there and they were selling it for them. Like think a little creative on like h- how you can get your products out there to uh, like a mass audience um, really, really quickly. 
And um, oh, we got heaps and heaps of different case studies of kids just smashing it out of the park with the twenty dollars challenge, which is which is really fun. So let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Awesome. Let's well, let's dive into a, a couple of these images there. So, the great idea, like, agree. That's 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 the that's where the money is, right? The the idea. How yeah. do you kind of help with that? Like, if you've got what I don't know, twenty kids, hundred kids. If there's a, a listener who's got one kid or two kids, like, how do you kind of know it's a great idea? Are there guidelines? Do you search? Like, do you try and error? What what kind of tips can you give the listeners there for their kids? Yeah, so uh, we have like a like a ten point checklist, a whole bunch of stuff around it. But if I was to really like break it down, um, with, especially with kids, it has to work quickly. Okay, so if you've got if it's their first idea or they're just mm-hmm. getting started, get them to start with like some real basic things. Okay, because the idea they start with won't be the one that they kick out of the park, right? So when they're first getting started, just pick things that they enjoy doing, like things they like doing and get them to sell those. Um, maybe there's like three or four different things, you know, whether it's online or offline or cooking or dogs or whatever their interests are, like trying to line something along with them. What, what, like are, a couple of, what are a couple of examples there, Ben? Yeah. So just let me go through this presentation. So for example, um, like the environment one, that was a big one. So there was, did a couple of kids did really well there. Um, you know, we had another family, they they really liked um, like getting outdoors and that sort of thing. And so they did a, like a curb painting one with our painting numbers on curbs for people. And, you know, they, they did well well into the $1,000 on their first sort of, um, you know, 20, uh, first sort of 30 days. Um, you know, Sven and Ari who did the, does, did the 5K, like they're doing dog treats because they're really into dogs and um, they had parents had like a, they were into like cooking and stuff. So they actually caramelized popcorn and things like that. Right. So, um, you know, like it really depends on like my other son, Trent, like he quite likes the online side. So he's got like a YouTube channel and he's also got like a, um, he likes selling at markets, for example, because I made him do heaps of door to door. Right. Mm. Um, Cause I think it's good for him, but like, you know, you're doing markets where people just come to you and they can sell their products or services, or if they're into crafts, get them to sell crafts or whatever it might be. Right. Let, so let me, let me get my head around a couple of these. So let's say like um, the dog treats, the kid was actually, the kid wasn't buying dog treats from elsewhere and selling it for more. He was actually create, he or she was actually creating the dog treats at home and then Correct. selling them online. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we've had, uh, honestly, we've had every idea you could possibly think of from succulents to making candles to like all this stuff. Um, we've actually got like a list. We put together like 101, like great ideas you can get started with. And, um, I'll send that, I'll send that through to you and your That'd listeners if you want. Um, yeah, yeah. and, and just, uh, that, that way me... gives me some place to get started. hundred percent. Let me ask a couple ideas around this. Like, does the kid always need to have the skill set? Like, let's say a, um, you know, a parent's listening to this, you know, that's great, Ben, but my kid can't cook. My kid can't, you know, um, do crafts and, and that sort of thing. My kid can't sing. Are there options if they don't have that skill set themselves? Yeah, for sure. Um, look, you're not going to wake up with the skill set ready to get going. And one of the big things 
the whole goal behind youth in business actually is for them to learn a skill set. And we call it the skill set of an entrepreneur. And they're not going to have it. Like you're not going to wake up yeah. and oh, have all the business uh, skills to go out and learn. Like if you go ride a bike, you don't wake up one day and be like, oh, my kid has the skills to ride a bike, right? They just don't. They have to get on, you know, turn the pedals and actually ride it. So this, and what a, I think entrepreneurship at a young age is a great way to do that, like it's very low risk. They can get out, they can start a couple of things, find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, make some money, understand how money works, learn how to talk to people, learn how to sell. And the nice thing is that the wider community in terms of, you know, just people love kids doing business. Like, mm. you know, they'll they'll be like, oh, wow, I think you're amazing, you know, and the opportunities that they get, they literally have a golden ticket because people will give them opportunities they won't usually get. So mm. For example, getting in, you know, to stores or like just other business owners who see them saying, oh, here's a good opportunity, help this and that. And like if I was knocking on doors at, you know, 40, trying to sell my wares and, you know, I wouldn't be getting, oh, wow, well done, right? <laughs> so which is exactly what most of the kids get, right? So it, it really is amazing. I mean, if you if you tie that, I know I'm sort of getting a little off question, but um, with free press, so like the kids getting into the media and things like that. Like we've had the ki- all the kids in our program, like on every kind of media in Australia. So from TV to every every TV channel, right, news to you know newspapers to whatever, um, and that does amazing things for them. Drives heaps of traffic if they have a website. The kids making you know thousands of dollars in twenty four hours just because they're on the news, right? So mm-hmm. it's just they just have that golden ticket because they're young and you know people want to help them. They don't, if I come back to your question, they don't really need the skill set. They need to get out there and just do it, right? And that's the whole sell it before you build a thing, right? Like, you know, life rewards action. (laughs) So, yeah, they're not going to be great at it straight away and that's okay, right? So... What about say like, uh, and not not even so much the entrepreneur skill set, more kind of like, I might have used the wrong word, like, like a talent, you know? Like, let's say me as a kid, I couldn't cook, I couldn't do crafts or whatever. Like, you know, what would have been the potential business options that, that I could have done at that age? Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, it depends on what you're into. I mean, you don't have to be great at something, you know, like, um, you know, we've had kids clean bins and do lawn mowing and, mm. um, you know, yeah. like any sort of service-based business, service-based business are great because there's no capital yeah. to get started. Um, and you know, what you focus them on, like if they don't have like an inherent talent that can be turned into a business is, uh, we, we set the, the kids like short-term and long-term goals. Right. So if we said to them, look, if you get out and sell this service or product or whatever it could be, um, and you knew at the end of the month you could get, you know, Lego, uh, Switch, computer, motorbike, whatever it might be, right? Um, that's great because the kids have then put in the work, put in the effort, and then got the thing that they wanted to do. So they've got that internal reward. So, like, I'm sure as a kid there was probably something that you really wanted to grab. Ooh, um, just one know. thing or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be heaps of things I want to grab. So that that's the motivator. So focus on that. And then if they don't have like an inherent skill, then you can be like, okay, well, what are some things we can sell and what sort of business ideas can we go through? I'd go through that list, pick mm-hmm. off a couple of things and um, and just get started. So Awesome. Love it. Okay. Let's speak about the, the sales and the marketing side of stuff. So let's say there's, you know, a kid and they've got this idea, whether it's a service, whether it's a talent, whatever it may be, how do they start selling it? Yeah, so literally just depending on what it is, right? Um, best thing to do is get out to people who already have your people before you, right? <laughs> or that can help you. So think about who you know um, because, you know, who can I help me market this to just get started? Um, go out onto your parents' socials and just say, hey, look, you know, we're 
pues, you know, um, you know, my, my daughter or son has this business, he's just getting started up. Is anyone interested in, you know, buying it or whatever? They'll make a bunch of sales right there without even, without even going anywhere and doing anything. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, things like, like I love door knocking. I think everyone should have to go door knocking at a young age. I think yeah, that's just absolutely go. fantastic. Yeah. Um, because what it does is it, everyone's scared of selling. Mm-hmm. Most people don't like selling. Um, but what's really nice is when you go door knocking and you're a kid and you're selling something, is that people are actually really nice to you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you, you learn that, you know, I think they learn very quickly that the world is actually out there to help them instead yeah. of, oh, you know, what will they think? And, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I think, like, I love door knocking. I'd, all of my kids question, when they start. Question with this, Ben. In terms of, like, parent supervision and age and that, what's your kind of take there? You know, like, do you send a seven-year-old off down down on their own or does it depend nah. where you live? Or what, what are your kind of guidelines there? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah, so like, for example, um, you don't have to go straight to like doors. You could probably start with things like sporting events. Um, So like my son was playing footy or whatever, um, the one that you know was chasing the Lego, and he basically just went down there with a bunch of different like snacks and things that he'd made for everyone at the footy, mm. uh, like his footy club, and then basically went around with a basket and said, oh, would you like some of this? I've got my own business and I'm selling these products or whatever, right? And, um, yeah, made a couple of hundred dollars in an hour or two, right? So, like, quite easy to do. Um, that's You can walk around sort of watching, let them do the talking about, like, don't talk for them. And, um, you know, that's a very, that's kind of a, a safe environment. People yep. know who the kid is and they're wearing the jersey of the club. And, you know, that's probably a great, like, way to get them started talking to people and whatever. Yep. If they're going door knocking, um, when I've done it with my kids, I usually stand on the street yep. and let them knock on the door. So you can see if anything goes wrong. And, yep. and it's kind of cool because if they're younger, like I'm talking like under 10, right? Yep. So uh, when they come back and, you know, like, oh, how did you go? And you practice the pitch with them. And I, they said this and I said that. And, you know, like it, it's kind of a cool thing to do um, mm. with your kids. And then as they get a bit older, uh, once they sort of get, I think it's it's like a, almost like a rite of passage. You'll find that they'll graduate into doing bigger things yeah, like market gotcha. stalls and stuff like that. Um, and they're, and they're great because you can get a, you can get a market for twenty bucks or something, fifty bucks oh, wow. or something like that. Um, go sell your wares, and people will come to you instead of yeah. you door knock, right? So, so in terms of like like teaching kids to sell, those are probably three variants of how you could do it. Um, depending on your child, you know, make the call for yourself. But I, like, yes, you can sell things online and, you know, have a whole advertising online business on how to do that. And, you know, um, and my kids do have that as well, but I wanted them to learn how to sell face-to-face first before mm-hmm. hiding behind a screen, because I feel like a lot of kids today 
will do that, right? Like they, they'll message, but they'll text someone instead of calling them or they, yeah. they won't necessarily talk to someone without sending them a, you know, a, you know, a text message of some description on some app somewhere. Mm. Um, so I really wanted to break that down and get the kids actually like selling in person. So hundred percent. And I think the other good key there as well on things like social media, it's easy to think the value is in the followers, you know, where it's like, Hey, I posted this thing and it got so much likes and it got so much followers or whatever. And it's like, great. But how much dollars did you get from it? You know? Yeah. And you yeah. know, you can go along that game there and and don't get me wrong. There's, there's massive value in having lots of followers and, and that kind of thing as well. If you know how to sell, but it's like, if That's you're right. just going there and just posting and look how much followers, look at all this content. Great. But how can you monetize that? If you go this way here, it's like, okay, now I know how to, how now I know how to make money. Cool. Now, if I do get a following, I'll be able to monetize that following. So I, I love that there. Um, in terms of social media, like say the, it sounds like you, you start the kids, you, generally speaking, more face-to-face -face kind of stuff. Is the goal to graduate online or is that? Or yeah, look, it depends on the or, kids. Yeah, it depends on the kids. So like um, some, like usually the older ones, so like the 14s through 17 to 18 year olds, like they they go straight to social, right? Because right. they already, um, they already have the, you know, the Insta the accounts, following or the yeah. accounts and they're, they're already ready to go or, yeah. you know, you know they've already got the, the gaming platforms and they're, they're wanting to make money on Twitch or whatever it is that they yeah. want to do, yeah. right? Um, so they're already like tech savvy. They're already there. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, they want to monetize their YouTube channel or whatever it might be, right? So mm. they're, they're sort of like straight into the online and I'd kind of, try and pull them back a little and say, yeah, no, that's great. Definitely do all of that. That's fantastic. But you do need to learn how to sell, go do some live markets yeah. or some door to door or some, something, um, you know, get, get a few reps to, so you can sell and you understand that the world's actually there to help you if you can deliver some value. Right. Um, so I think that's a cool thing, but usually like the under, you know, the under tens in particular, um, you know, the, a lot of parents don't want their kids on social yeah. at that point. And, yeah. They don't really want them to have an online presence or to be known that they have a thing or whatever. So a lot of, and again, it's going to depend on your parenting, um, but, and there's no right or wrong there either. Yeah, yeah. It's just what works for you. Right. So I think in that case, a lot of the parents, um, a lot of the kids are more face to face, like they're, they're the face, you know, they're going out, they're selling, they're, they're doing things. I mean, um, even something as simple as like, you know, um, like the food, all the food stuff's great. All the market stuff's yeah. great, but like even Something as simple like I was just thinking of one of the girls that, that did it. That she was only like, let's just think of the really young ones. So I think she was only like six or seven or something. And um, she ended up doing a dog sitting um, mm. thing at her house. So like, uh, basically like a doggy daycare kind of deal. And people would bring their dogs, and she'd look after them for a couple of days. And the money in that was insane. I was yeah. like, huh, that's actually pretty, <laughs> you know, pretty. Yeah, if you like pets and you're willing to have an extra dog or cat around or whatever, it's you know, a pretty easy way to do it. And then she had her own flyers and she was giving them to people, but didn't have to be on socials, didn't have to be, you know, so it, it depends on what level the kids want to play at. And so, and a lot of the times, like, you know, for example, my uh, so eight-year-old at the moment, he's got a bunch of money in the bank and, you know, doesn't really want to do it. Like has sort of bought all the things that he wants. So more money to him is like, doesn't mean anything you know what i mean like it's like oh yeah i can buy what i want to buy but i don't you know they get to a point where they sort of cap out once they've got the tablets and the things and the whatevers yeah um they're like oh yeah whereas my 14 year old now is like they can see the value in it and he's like yeah okay let's let's get some money in the bank so i can go do things with my friends and i can get this and that and whatever so i think it's different levels for different kids to be honest so 
hundred percent. Well, I got a couple questions there, but I even like just those two, like the idea and the sell sell it before you buy. And I even like because in the course creator world, that's kind of key: sell it before you buy. Because it's just you could the average course creator spends twelve months creating a course, and then no one buys it at the end of it. So so, so silly. So it's kind of like you've just wasted twelve. And look, there's learning experiences and whatnot. I get that, but you could have got those learning experiences just by selling first. Hey, I've got this course. Do you want it? it? Starts in a month. Do you want to buy it? Yes or no? No one buys it. Well, you don't create the thing, and then you move on to the next idea, right? But if you yeah. continue creating it, you know it. Um, you know it's it's you've just wasted all that time. And I even heard I'll mention a guy. He's a controversial character. It's uh, you obviously heard of Andrew Tate. You either love him or you hate him. He's one of those kind of guys. But even he was speaking about a similar kind of concept on social media, where it was like one of his friends came up to him and was like, "Hey, Andrew, can I borrow hundred thousand dollars? You know, my girlfriend's an influencer and we want to set up a jewelry store or whatever it is." And Andrew Tate's like, "Well, hey, why don't you just do this instead?" She's already got an Instagram account. Take photos of the jewelry that you're going to sell. Post it on there. If people buy it, okay, then go out and source it and then go and send it to them. If they don't, well, you know, it's a flop and you've spent $0. So I think it's like, you know, no matter where, what you're doing, it's a, a good moral there or a good message there. I got a, there's a couple of questions I got here. I might ask them both. No, no, I'll ask one at a time. So let's say, because I think a lot of people listening to this are entrepreneurs themselves. And they want to hand that on to those kids. Oh, my kid's going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to be a good entrepreneur, this and that. Does it need to come down to the, like, and you, I don't know if you can answer this question, but just in your experience, does it need to kind of come from the kid or are there things that a, a parent should maybe be seeding? And then if the kid wants to go down that pathway or what's your take there? Yeah. So I think hundred um, percent. So well, there's a couple of assets, to that, a couple of facets to that. So one is, you know, the kids don't want to be an entrepreneur. Like some of them may, you know, like very small percentage, like maybe like 10, 20% or something are going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that sounds fantastic. I don't want to have a job at a fish and chip shop or McDonald's or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Usually they're kids that have been through like the employment thing and they hate it and they're looking to do their own thing, okay? But prior to that, they haven't experienced the pain of working for somebody else and hating gotcha. life, you know? So, uh, and some kids might just, what they really want more than being an entrepreneur is they want the money and they want the things that being an entrepreneur can give them. Right. Yeah. So uh, for example, you know, if the kids want the Lego or they want the, the new device or they want the new, whatever, that's, that's the thing they want. Yeah. How they get it is with the entrepreneur. So you need to lead with that. So let's say like most kids are going to have something they really want, whatever it is. Okay. That is probably a bit too expensive for the mum or dad to buy unless it's their birthday. And even then, it might be a stretch, right? Yep. What is cool is, you know, getting the kids to be able to go out and make enough money to get that thing, right? Um, now, that's the that's the thing they really want. So I we always lead, we call it like big goals, small goals. So you want to start with some smaller goals, targets that they can easily hit, things that are worth a couple of hundred dollars, something like mm -hmm. that, okay? And then once they hit that one, then set them a bigger one, right? So we've had kids you know, buy their first cars or, you know, um, some of the kids in the program have, like bought that bought a house at eighteen, you know, so they moved out of home into their own house, for example. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a bigger goal, yeah. right? Hell so, yeah, owning a house at eighteen. Hell yeah, it's a good goal. That's yeah, good yeah. Goal. Had, a, had a couple of kids do that through their business, right? Which is fantastic. Right. So, mm. um, you know, so I think that's like a bigger goal, but you're not going to realize that straight away. So, mm -hmm. having having a small goal, and the thing is, like, the bigger question to that that we get asked is, how do I know my kids will stay motivated to do it? right? You know, like I can't get my kids to be motivated to do anything, right? Um, and the, on the flip side is, well, when was the, if they're doing something they're enjoying, they're making money and they're being rewarded for it, 
they're not going to have a problem doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, when was the last time most parents asked their kids to play Minecraft or hang out with their friends or, you know, any of that? Like the kids or go on social media, the kids naturally want to do that. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is we want to create an environment where the kids naturally want to make more money. They're being rewarded for it, you know, for going out there and doing it. And um, I think that's really like, does that answer your question? Like, how do you get them motivated? Yeah. The other one that's cool is is with par- is with kids, like families with big, uh, sorry, uh, families with lots of kids. So for example, they'll have like three or four kids or five kids or something. And one of the kids is like keen to make money and entrepreneurial, right? And the other kids are like, oh, I can't bother with that. That's dumb. What we find is when the first kid goes out there and makes a whole bunch of money and is buying all the things, all the other kids, all the other siblings are like, well, I'm smarter than that guy. He's obviously, you know, like, why is he getting all of that thing? And it, you probably heard it if you've got kids. So that's not fair, right? Mm. So they have that whole, like, why are they getting them? We're not. And then what happens is they'll go out and start doing their own business thing. I've seen it over and over and over again, where all you need is one kid to take interest and, and hit it out the park a little bit. And the rest of the whole family, all of a sudden, all the family have their own businesses. They're making money and, you know, the culture is set within the family. So, yeah, so it works. It works quite well. So. Love it. Good answer. Awesome. Well, there's a couple of questions I always like to finish up with, Ben. The first one is around mentors. Now, you're obviously a mentor, both for plenty of kids in business out there, also adults as well. I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been. And if you could answer this in a few different ways, if you could give us a paid mentor, someone that you've paid money to and you've done their course or their coaching program or whatever it is, um, an unpaid mentor, someone that you've never paid, but you follow them on social media, you listen to their podcast, whatever it may be, uh, and a book that had the biggest impact on your business. So mentors, paid, unpaid, and book. Okay. Uh, I'll start with mentors paid. Um, so probably the best, like, and these are in no specific order, by the way. Um, so when I first, well, one thing, if I want to learn how to do something, I always pay someone who's figured out how to do it better than me and, and go from there. And my first experience with that was in the property market. Like we got right into property investing and I know it's got nothing to do with this side, but um, the results team. So Steve McKnight and then like the results team here oh, yeah. in, in Australia. One of his, yeah. I think I've read one. Of yeah. His so the results guys are like a spinoff from that. And they're amazing. They like literally like changed the way that I looked at the world and also, um, and also like real estate and investing and things like that. So if you're anyway looking at property investing, those guys are amazing. Um, in the terms of, of like business, like business mentors, um, you know, like Matt and Liz Rudd were kind of my first like online side of things. They were really cool um, um, in Queensland. And then uh, we went from there to work with Andrew and Daryl Grant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I can't recommend Andrew and Daryl Grant highly enough. Um, I've not only paid their courses, but um, bought all their stuff, but also was business partners with them as well eventually. So that was pretty cool. Is um, she, just so I can, because I think I know she she's worked with Kerry Fitzgibbon before. Yeah, so Kerry, yeah, yeah. Kerry's another one. So Kerry's a, a good friend of mine. Um, gotcha. If you're looking at Facebook Messenger stuff, she's an all star. Um, yeah, so I mean, they're, they're, oh, Darren Stevens is fantastic as well. So um, he's he's pretty cool. If you're looking at, like, they're all paid mentors. I could probably go on and on and on, um, but they're they're probably some some great people to, you know, if they've got stuff going on, you know, go check it out. So awesome. W- want to give us any unpaid or people to follow, or is that also included in, in those? Nah, nah. So, I mean, you follow all those guys, uh, but in terms of um, like unpaid, so 
um grant cardone really like his stuff um and the way that especially what he does with his his kids like if you're looking at like um you know his kids sort of have their own social followings and stuff like that and they've got like a 10x kids thing now which is quite good so i like a sort of align with a lot of that um you know a lot of people whether you like grant or not some of his content's pretty cool his books are amazing mm-hmm. um and then uh unpaid obviously you got gary v but he's not very like child appropriate mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my yeah. in my universe yeah. um so but yeah so I, they're probably two like this is funny because most of the people that I like, I pay, I like I've mm-hmm. bought stuff from. I haven't bought anything from Grant other than his books. I like him. I keep meaning to go to like 10X growth mm-hmm. con or whatever, but I haven't made it yet. Um, so the non-paid things could be tricky for me because I usually end up buying stuff with people I like. So um, often the case. That's right. Yeah, you gave yeah. us some, some good ones there. Uh, all right. What's book, book or books? Book or books. For kids, to be perfectly honest, I don't think you can go past Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Um, I think there's even a Rich Dad, Poor Dad for kids. Uh, I'd check that one out. Uh, we have a whole book club around different things for kids. Um, the movie, oh, what's that movie called? It'll come to me in a second. But just even books like, um, you know, Who Moved My Cheese or um, what's another one we do with the kids? Um, the Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah. Like, I think every young person should read that one. Um, there's, <laughs> it's, it's funny. These are good. I think these are also good old people books. You know, like yeah, I'm reading yeah. these, and I'm like, this is what I read in my twenties. You know, yeah, no, nah, for sure. So uh, let me have a look. What we got up there? Um, so I think those those are probably like two or three you could get started with. Um, but I mean, other than that, like adult books, like I'm a big fan of like the Atlas Shrugged sign of things. So um, you know, I can definitely. That's probably one of my favorite books. Um, so yeah, it depends on like like what topic you want you want to go with on books. So, Yes, agree. All right. Well, Ben, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this, watching this, that are like, all right, this guy is cool. You know, I want to follow him, whether it's for his kids stuff or his YouTube stuff or his gold mining stuff. Best place to, to follow you or best social media platforms. Where do we go? Yeah, I mean, I'm on all of them, but um, probably LinkedIn is is the one that I focus the most on. Um, we we like, put some pretty cool content out there. So feel free to check that one out. If you wanted to do any of the youth in business stuff, I mean, you can just type in youth in business to Google that or has its own socials as well, like just for that. Um, and there'll be updates on training and like what some of the kids are doing. If you wanted to follow like some of the, what some of the successful kids stories are and all of that, that's all in there. Um, so yeah, even just go to the website, like youth in um, If you're chasing, we have some free training. You can, you can check that out. Uh, if you're looking for any of the YouTube stuff, um, then Titan Marketer is the company that we do there. So you just Google up Titan Marketer. Um, you can check that out there. Again, all of, all the links are on my LinkedIn profile. My name is Ben Jones, so there are a few Ben Joneses <laughs> out there. I'll just FYI that. Um, so I'll get the links and put them in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, that's you know, oh, complete prospecting. But if you're into, if you're in Western Australia and you're into looking at finding, helping like hiring detectors or wanting gold, then you can do that. But really like a more on a global um, side of things, then yeah, it's more, it's more going to be like youth in business or Titan marketer. So. Awesome. All right. Well, Ben, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover for today. Is there anything I should have asked you, but forgot to, or anything you want to finish us off with? Um. Yeah, I guess just one thing, just on the youth in business side, and this is kind of the, I probably should have mentioned it earlier, but um, 
I guess the whole point to the youth in business is, is teaching kids what we call the skill set of an entrepreneur, right? Uh, and that's what we want them to learn. So learn, like I said, riding the bike before, like getting out there and riding. And I guess the big thing there is um, if they learn the skill set of an entrepreneur, they'll never be hungry and they'll always be able to provide for themselves. They'll never be entitled, right? And so for me, like, what is that? How do you quantify it? And the way I explain it is I was like, look, imagine if like Richard Branson or Elon Musk or like, you know, um, Jeff Bezos or any of those big names went bankrupt, lost everything tomorrow. How long would it be before they were in again? A year, maybe two. Two, yeah. Yep. So not very long, right? And the reason for that is they have what we would call the skill set of an entrepreneur. They're able to turn their ideas into money. Okay. So not buy a business and manage it. They can literally say, I have an idea. I want to turn it into money and away they go. I mean, you know, Henry Ford was taken to court in the day and his family was going to take all his money off him. And he literally said, they can have it all. It won't help them. But in three years, I'll come back double what I have now and better. And why? It's because he literally had that skill set of an entrepreneur, right? So that's what we want to teach kids how to do is turn their ideas into money. And then they'll never have to enter the rat race. They can literally get out before they, you know, before they've even had to enter and really live life on their terms. So that's the whole goal behind youth in business on a, on a greater sense. So love it. Awesome. All right, Ben, thank you for your time. Cool. Thanks, mate. Hey, course creators, real quick before we get into today's episode, I've got a little favor to ask. As a lot of you are probably aware, one of my goals for this year is to get this, is to massively grow this podcast and get it to be one of the top ranking podcasts in the, the marketing space. Uh, to do that, what really helps is if I can generate as many uh, ratings as, as reviews as possible from listeners. So if you're a returning listener, if you could take a couple seconds and just give me a, a quick rating and review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to, that would mean the world, that would mean the world to me. Anyway, let's get to today's show. <laughs> 